Hey there, welcome to the Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman, and here is everything you should be watching on TV and the things you should not be watching on TV. Been a little bit since the last podcast. We've got a ton to go over, so I'm only going to go over the new stuff and some series that you need to be watching. Um, So let's hit it. Um, First of all, The Thing About Pam. This stars Renee Zellweger on NBC. Typically, I don't really like Renee Zellweger. I always am annoyed by her voice. Don't really think she's a great in her roles. But that is exactly who Pam is in this show. And so Zellweger is killing it on this show. She's wearing a ton of prosthetics, uh, a, a ton of costumes to make her look extremely, extremely different than you've ever seen her look before. This is a true crime story about Pam's best friend who dies violently. The show very explicitly shows Pam as a liar, a framer, a manipulator. They definitely portray her as the actual murderer, which almost makes it too, you know, too easy, too obvious. So I don't know where exactly they're going to head. Uh, the season's got a few more shows to go. Um, it seems like she's definitely guilty of something and she just thinks she's so smart and she's really not. Everybody kind of gives her, uh, this glazed look over their eyes as she continues to lie right to people's face. Um, the show is very, very funny if you take it the right way. Uh, uh, Pam is so, so annoying. Josh Dumel is a defense attorney. He is fantastic. Julie Greer is, is the prosecutor and she's fantastic. They're both really funny. Just can't believe the things that come out of Pam's mouth. I recommend the thing about Pam. Um, Winning Time on HBO starring John C. Riley with cameos from bunches of people. You got Michael Schickless. You got Jason Siegel, you got Sally Field, there's a whole bunch more. This is the story of the Los Angeles Lakers. They're rebuilt in the early 80s. This is the time of Magic Johnson and Kareem. Uh, it starts two years before Pat Riley comes aboard. Pat Riley's played by Adrian Brody. Riley plays Dr. Buss, the guy who, who bought the Lakers when they, when both the Lakers and the NBA were a complete joke. It starts out on how he drafted Magic Johnson, how coach Jack McKinney took over for Jerry West as head coach and changed the Lakers to the up-tempo offense called Showtime. Uh, Buss was a visionary of what he wanted his NBA to be, what he wanted the form to be. It shows the start of the Laker girls. It's a very, very rated R show. Lots and lots of sex scenes, graphic sex scenes, graphic and tough language. Uh, They do hit on some racial issues, but this is mostly a fun show and it's mostly a funny show. The guy playing Magic is pretty great. The guy playing Kareem is really, really good. I can't recommend Winning Time enough. There is Minx starring Jake Johnson from New Girl and Ophelia Loveabound from Guardians of the Galaxy. This is the story of starting up the first female pornography magazine called Minx in the 70s. It is not a true story. There is no magazine called Minx. Uh, Lovabond's character wants this to be kind of a female empowerment type of magazine. She feels that the article are the key to the magazine's success. Of course, Jake Johnson, who's the publisher, he likes the sensational nudes and the money it makes. 
While she continually is fighting for female empowerment, including herself, Jake continues to trip over himself, though his heart is clearly in the right place, constantly says the wrong things, constantly says the things just to make uh, uh, Ophelia's character mad. The show has Joe Namath and other celebrity-like characters, uh, you know, Burt Reynolds-like characters that they put in the magazine. It is very funny. It's thought-provoking at times. It's constantly interesting. The support of the cast of the magazine is is fantastically funny. They may be the best part of the show. I'm recommending things highly. The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. So on Apple TV and starring Samuel Jackson. It was only six episodes. It's already here and done. Uh, highly recommend you to binge this one. It's a show of an elderly man faced with dementia. Of course, Samuel Jackson is playing that. Is playing Ptolemy. Uh, his caretaker, Reggie, is murdered. But before he's murdered, makes an appointment for Ptolemy to see a doctor, doctor played by Walton Goggins, who has a miracle cure, miracle cure for uh, the missing memories. Reggie's niece, who's just 17, takes over as caretaker for Ptolemy, and a bond forms instantly. Ptolemy starts to get his memories back, which he knows is only temporary. Temporary, he starts to be able to set his affairs, which are surprisingly financially large. Now that he remembers that he's got a lot of money stashed away, um, and he really, really wants to find Reggie's killer while he's kind of lucid. Uh, I recommend Ptolemy Gray. You can binge this all at once. Um, Upload on Amazon Prime. Upload is finally back for season two. It's been a couple of years. The jokes doesn't seem to be lasting this time around. His girlfriend is pretending to be dead and uploaded with him, but she's actually in a bathtub in her apartment. They're basically still trying to figure out who and why he was mur- murdered. Upload is just okay this season. Uh, you got DMZ starring Rosario Dawson and Benjamin Bratt. D- DMZ <coughs> is on HBO Max. This is a DC Comics show about America in the middle of a civil war. The DMZ is just that. It's a strip of land in Manhattan. That is on neither side of the war, but has become an anar- kind of an anarch- anarchy-ridden society just by itself. Dawson's looking for her son, who she got separated with when they fled New York. But her son instead is reunited with his dad, played by Benjamin Bratt, who is one of two warlords in the DMZ. The story is about Dawson reconnecting with her son and the battle for control of the DMZ. DMZ is just okay. Krakow Monsters. Krakow is a Polish show about a woman studying to be a doctor. This is on Netflix, by the way, uh, at Krakow University. She's quickly adopted by a professor and a group within the university who are investigating supernatural phenomena that's occurring around Krakow. There is a demon who takes over a child's body, body and the child starts controlling and killing many, many people. Meanwhile, the group, each who have some sort of supernatural power, uh, some can see the future, some can see the dead. Uh, they're all trying to fight back with a combination of science and magic. I recommend Krakow Monsters. Pretty good stuff. Julia on HBO Max. This is David Hyde Pierce as B.B. Newerth, both from Frasier and Cheers, uh, along with Sarah Lancashire, who stars in this bio series about Julia Child. So now I have never ever seen one episodes of an actual Julia Child's cooking show. Never seen one. But I can't get enough of this series. Uh, I'm really disappointed 
<clears throat> when each week's show ends. Um, seeing how Julia Child and her producers invented the entire cooking show genre is really pretty amazing and pretty cool to watch. They talk about you know inventing movable, flexible cameras, the mirror over the top of the cooking island, all of it. It's really entertaining. It's really, really interesting. Lancashire has child's voice inflections and expressions down pat, and she's really, really convincing. Uh, the story of this, this little show in Boston went national, international, and then spawned everything from Top Chef to Emeril Lugosi with a little female empowerment message thrown in just for just for good luck. Uh, I, I highly recommend Julius. It's a really great show. Uh, we Crashed on Apple TV, starring Jared Leto, starring J- Anne Hathaway, Anthony Edwards. This is the bio series of the WeWork startup focusing on CEO Adam Newman. Anne Hathaway plays his wife. So on the heels of Dropout, which was the Theranos story, and Super Pumped, which is the Uber sh- story, the show is also fantastic. So we've got a triumvirate of kind of failed... Well, failed CEOs, uh, you know, Theranos was a complete failure as a company as well. But uh, obviously the Superpump CEO and the WeWork CEO are both billionaires, but they both, uh, you know, got kicked out of their own companies. (laughs) But this is the Adam Newman story. He's the bigger than life CEO, which Leto plays to perfection. He is grow at all costs. I mean, all costs. You know, strategy just rubbed everybody the wrong way, except for the people in the company who thought they were having an absolutely great time. Leto uh, Newman, Leto's Newman just keeps raising enough money. Every time he, you know, starts running out of money, he just raises more money uh, to stay in business. He keeps his investors off his back. Like Superfump, this is a very fun story of craziness and fun, and you've just got to see it. I recommend We Crashed. Outlaws is on Amazon Prime. It stars Christopher Walken. Uh, a story of six individuals working together in community service in London after each one of them is being, has been arrested. Bags of money are found while they're performing community service. Friendships are made. Friendships are lost. People are shot, betrayed. But in the end, guess what? The whole gang bands together to help each other out and make sure nobody else gets in more trouble. Walken plays the bad guy with a good heart that turns out to be a good guy later on. Outlaws, it's a little bit better than okay. A Slow Horses, this is on Apple TV. It stars Gary Oldman. There's a story of the division of MI5, where if you're bad at spying, this is where you get sent to. So if you join MI5, you suck, you go into Gary's group. Uh, called uh, Slough House. So if you don't do a good job, you have to go work with Gary and his crew. There's a bunch of misfits. Of course, they stumble on some terrorist plot that they want to try to solve themselves in order to get reinstated. I'd say Slow Horses is okay, though it is getting a little bit more interesting. Life in Bath, so this was on Hulu, starring and directed by and created by Amy Schumer. Also stars Michael Sarah. A Life and Beth is a it's semi-autobiographical biographical series about Schumer's childhood and her early adult life. Sarah plays a close facsimile to Schumer's husband. 
show basically focuses on Schumer's romantic relationships, her high school friends, her work friends. There are flashbacks to her teenager years where she's bullied, among other things. At times, the show can be extremely funny. Other times, it's extremely serious, and you get a glimpse of Schumer's baggage. Sometimes you just want to fast forward through the whole thing. Schumer's uh, work friends are the funniest part of the whole thing. There's some great, great conversation between Amy Schumer and the people she works with. Life and Beth is just okay. Uh, Halo on Paramount, starring Pablo Schreiber from American Gods and Natasha McElm. I hope I'm pronouncing that's right. She's from Californication, among other things. This is the series based on the video game. I don't know much about the video game, but the show is about a Spartan who's a super soldier who has the ability to interact with an ancient alien artifact. We don't know exactly what the artifact does yet, but it overrides his programming and he can access some of his old memories. Uh, meanwhile, humans are also battling a bunch of aliens called the Covenant. They want this artifact too. Uh, so, you know, they're everybody's trying to get it for whatever it might mean. Uh, it sounds like it might be a gateway to somewhere. It's a big, big budget production. Huge budget, great action scenes, pretty decent story. Uh, McCone plays a scientist who invests who uh, invented the super soldier. We don't necessarily know yet if she's good or bad. Uh, it seems like she wants to create a new version of super soldiers that really don't, that they can completely kind of control. I'm recommending Halo right now. Uh, Moon Knight, so on Disney, this is Marvel's newest series. In general, I think Marvel is a little bit in a slump. Spider-Man was great. Uh, Morbius has not been well-received. Hawkeye was just okay. The premiere of Moon Knight was terrible. The second episode was slightly better. It's not funny, though. It desperately wants to be funny. The action is sporadic. The story is very, very slow in explaining to us what's going on, what Moon Knight actually is. Right now, I can't actually recommend Moon Knight. So a ton of stuff ended since we last chatted. Snowpiercer ended, and it was okay. Definitely sets up the next season very, very well. be interesting to see how they do the next season. Uh, could have done something a lot more creative, I thought. Single Drunk Female ended, and you should binge that if you didn't see it. Uh, one of my top shows of the year for sure. Dropout ended uh, last week. Uh, you definitely want to watch Dropout. Absolutely fantastic. If you like these true uh, business stories... Uh, you know, you'll love it. You'll love it. Suspicion ended and it was just confusing. I think I got it. It's kind of interesting. It is so involved with itself. Um, I thought it was just kind of confusing. I mean, you can definitely watch it if you got nothing else on. Uh, Super Pumped ended. Again, absolutely great. If I had to rank them right now, I'd say it's Super Pumped. We crash and drop out, but it's a close, it's almost a three way top. Um, uh, last days of Tommy Gray, like I said, that kind of came and went, it was really fast, just a few episodes. Highly recommending that. Um, from ended on epics, they're definitely following kind of the lost formula, uh, in that they're really not giving you much. Um, you know, the ending had some really, really interesting things going on. 
and they just didn't, I mean, they don't have to explain everything, but you got to give us a little something more than they did. I, I felt like it was kind of frustrating. They, they owed us just a little something in the last show to tell us where these guys is and what they're, where these guys are and where they're going through. Um, Killing Eve had the series ending. It was somewhat satisfying. They didn't whip out. You know, they went for it. Uh, I want to give everything up. Not everybody lives, though. Um, and so it's kind of interesting. It, it is supposed to be the series finale, but clearly um, it can go on. Severance ended on Apple TV. I can't really recommend that show. Uh, talk about not giving us anything. That really gave us nothing. I mean, uh, I, I I like the show, but, you know, season finale, you got to give us something. Um, and they gave us a lot, lot less than From did, I'll tell you that. Um, so I, I really can't recommend Severance. You just, there's just no payoff, even though the show is actually quite good. So here's my top 10 series. I'm not going to go through binges today because I had so much to say on all the new shows. So my top 10, number 10 is The Thing About Pam. Uh, You'll just giggle all the way through that. Uh, Nine, Slow Horses. Eight is Picard. A little preachy, but still like what's going on there. It's Star Trek. Uh, It's better than Discovery. Uh, Though Discovery is a little more science fiction to it, a little more action. Maybe I shouldn't be so quick to say something like that. Number seven is Superman and Lois. Number six is Better Things. I haven't talked enough about Better Things, but it's it's a great season. Uh, Five is Halo. Four is Minx. Three is We Crashed. Number two, Julia. And number one is Winning Time. So that is your top 10 shows you should be watching on a weekly basis. Good luck watching.